Well, it's, uh, it's great to be here with you guys. I don't know how you feel on Monday mornings, but um, uh, Mondays, but Mondays is not usually my best day. I think I preached five times over the weekend and um, uh, travel, all that kind of stuff, and feeling pretty thrashed, yes? Am I talking to people who feel the same way? Yeah. It, uh, having said all of that, I want to say that as we've gathered here kicking off this conference, it is very exciting. We have people here today from all over the country, uh, from WA. Uh, is there anyone from Perth? WA? They're quiet over in Perth. Uh, we've got Queensland, we've got Northern... Actually, we've got someone from Northern Territory here. Almost from Northern Territory here. Where are you, Dave? <laughs> Chairs. What are, is it, Mac is here. He's, uh, he's planning a church in the Northern Territory and we're very excited about having that uh, territory uh, part of now the whole movement of seeing plants happen around the place. We've got people from New South Wales. We've got people from South Australia. We've got people from from Tasmania even, the one person, two people, Brian, but Brian's leaving, he's had enough of Tasmania, he's moving on. We've got people from all over the place and even, and we've got someone from Ireland, isn't it? Scotland, fantastic, yeah, uh, and Melbourne, of course, and so very quiet from Melbourne. Friends, as we get together, it's fantastic to come and have some sense of alignment to kind of get this idea of some energy building and some input, and I trust that's the case for you. But as we do kick off, I've been asked to kind of orientate us. And I want to give you some sense of the history of Geneva. Uh, Where did Geneva come from? Well, formally, as Geneva, we only started, I think it's fair to say, in terms of name and structure three years ago. Al, Mikey and myself uh, got together to link up. But it did start much earlier, and it might be helpful to know that. It started back with Al... 20 years ago, 30, 40 actually, 20 years ago when uh, Al was involved in a ministry that was banging away at church planting. Uh, The ministry that he was involved there were planting churches every 12 months. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Spinning out gospel fellowships uh, regularly from that ministry and Al was part of heading up some of that. Uh, Myself, uh, we were involved in church planting 15 years ago and we kicked off the work on the Central Coast Uh, and churches uh, from that as well. And uh, Mikey was part of an incredible work of the Spirit in Tassie, which saw something like 50 people converted in a fairly short space of time. And then there were church plants spontaneously birthing out of... I think Brian was involved in all of that history as well. Is that... But but coming in is part of that as well, Um, which led to a movement you guys call Vision 100 down in Tassie, uh, which has been determined to see lots of churches planted through Tasmania. Now, for each of us, we were planting churches, largely spontaneously. We were seeing around the country this massive need and the urgency that was associated with uh, the gospel going out across the country, the need for Bible-teaching, Bible-based churches that were mission-minded and committed and effective in growing the work of the gospel, and we were just getting into it. We were just doing what we could do to see the gospel go forth and the fruit of the word grow, and churches were growing out of the work each of us were involved in. We were trying to raise up planters and get churches happening. Back then, it wasn't hard to see. The need was far bigger than the existing churches were doing, which is why we were led into planting. We're aware that there were lots of good and godly people running lots of great churches, but they weren't nearly enough, and so we were driven into this planting mode all those years ago. But each of us was feeling something. I know Al was, because I've known Al for a long, long time, and I I knew what was in his head. You can always know what's in Al's head, uh, because he tells you about it, and uh, he was frustrated. Uh, 
There was a sense in which there was much more to do. I didn't know Mikey at that stage. I know now that he was thinking all the same things. This is what we were thinking. The size of the task was too big to make a difference alone. Get, get this. The vision that got each of us doing what we were doing, and I know it's got many of you in different contexts doing the work you've been doing already as well, the vision that got each of us going was the vision to conquer Australia for Christ. That's it, yeah? We want to see 22 million people, one for the Lord Jesus, rescued from hell. That was the thing that got us going. That's why I went to the Central Coast and started EV and we kept trying to work at planting all around the place. Um, We wanted to see Australia one for Christ and do our part in one part of it. But it was that same vision that actually made us realise that our efforts, alone in each of the contexts we're in, would actually not come close to reaching the massive need. We actually appreciated that, although, you know, I could go some measure of doing something significant on the Central Coast, perhaps under God by his grace, Tassie, that wouldn't reach the country. And so in 2009, we got together, well, 2008, I think it was, we got together and began to think into how we could bring the works together and use that as a means by which we could then harness the work others were doing wonderfully around the place to pull them together to actually provide for each other a momentum and an energy and a vibrancy and a protection for the gospel in all we were doing to energise a work that would multiply many, many more times what we could do on our own. Church planning in Australia is a very small enterprise and doing it in our each little patch, we just couldn't quite get that tipping point. But to pull it all together, we figured we would be able to make a difference under God. And so we gave this united work the name Geneva. We did that to express our roots, which are theological. We are deeply committed to being theological in the way we do what we do, but with a missionary zeal that was actually evidenced in Geneva. And if you don't know the history, there's an extraordinary story under Calvin of over a period of, I think, 10 years, there were some hundreds of church plants that were spun out of his gospel ministry there, expounding and explaining the gospel. Now, we had our first conference a couple of years ago. In 2009, we had a conference at Colorado. We had about 45 people. Am I right on dates? 45 people. Uh, today... I think we're expecting 150. And that's two years down the track, which I think says a couple of things. It says that people already were doing work and it says there's a power of actually starting to bring it together that can give us some momentum and energy we each of us couldn't have had on our own. And I think that's an extraordinarily wonderful thing. So in the last 12 months, under God, we have seen... Where's Scott? How many plants in the last 12 months? 14 plants in the last 12 months. How many in the line, in the shoot for the next 12 months? 16 plants under God we trust in the next 12 months. Now, that's a movement that we haven't seen in Reformed Evangelical circles ever. Now, I don't, there's no boast in that, except that the Lord is doing something. Uh, and, friends, we want to be part of this and ride what God is doing for as long as we can. It's exciting. But... 
It's merely a drop in the bucket. The need across Australia is massive, so we've made it our mantra, the evangelisation of Australia by evangelising into existence churches by the hundreds. That's our mantra. We need more churches, not just dozens, but hundreds of them. The fact is, the number of churches per head of Australians is dropping. And the numbers of Australians in churches is tiny. You, I dare say, know the stats as well. It's about 3%. And did you know this? 65% of Australians don't even know a Christian. 65% of Australians don't even know a Christian. We have gone backwards. Now, that's been refining, but it was refining that we might then step back up again and reach the millions who are totally untouched. And the 65% figure, I think, is an exciting one. It tells me the need is massive, but it also tells me the opportunity is great. If the 65% statistic applies... Let me just unpack our church on the Central Coast. Uh, Over the last 15 years, we've seen a 14% growth per year for the last 15 years. And we still only have 1.3% of the Central Coast in our church. Now, that means if the 65% stat applies, uh, and if it doesn't, it's not much off, then we've got that growth from just 35% of the population, maybe 25 do you know what I'm saying? The, the people that we're seeing converted into EV are coming from us connecting with people and if there's 65% we've never even connected with, we've actually brought that growth about just from 25% or so of the population. Which tells you what? That is to say, if we're able to get every one of those 65% of the rest of Australians who don't know a Christian to find a Christian and get to know them or us get to know them, then we could expect to sustain at least twice as many churches of our size on the Central Coast or 20 churches of 200. Do you see the opportunity? The potential to grow if we can just mobilise people to get engaged with that percentage of the Australians who don't know a Christian is massive. We haven't yet begun (laughs) to tap away at that. We're not growing often because we're not getting the gospel to rub up against people And when we do bring the gospel to bear against people in an intelligible way, in an intelligent way, where people actually have the opportunity as an adult to reflect on the things of Christ, we are finding 20-30% of those people who come to that point are wanting to go further. Now, let me just give you a couple of examples. How long have I got? Minus three minutes. minutes. (laughs) That means I've got about another five, I figure. I'll just give you a couple of examples. We've got, I've got some great stories. There was a girl I met at one of our uh, membership classes the other day who said to me, I said, look, I heard you've just become a Christian. You know, I became a Christian three months ago. How did that happen? What were you thinking about God before this? She said, I never thought about God until my mother was converted. She was converted uh, through a course we ran. She came home four years ago very excited, kept talking about the gospel at home. Uh, that didn't do much for this girl. She was about 20 or so. But then her brother was converted two years later and now she's converted, and now she's actually talking to her friends about them coming to the gospel as well. We had a girl, 19, who talked to her friend at uni and brought her friend to uni to the church to hear the gospel. She was converted. She brought her mother, who was converted, who brought her father, who was converted, who then is bringing the couple living underneath their house to church who are not yet converted but actually coming regularly. The point I'm making is this. Once you actually start to 
to link into a group of people and bring the gospel to bear in them, it then opens up whole new contexts and networks that we've never touched before. And the opportunity for the growth of the gospel is enormous. Now, this conference is about many things. And one of, the, one of the big things is to stir you to think again about giving yourself to the cause of the gospel and being re-energised to get back out and do the work. We, we want to help each other and mobilise each other and give each other skills and gifts to actually get our congregations active and get planting and get the work moving forward. Because the best and most easy way to provide a new context for that 65% who have never heard the gospel to hear the gospel is to start a new church. Because when a new church begins, people are re-energised again to bring the gospel out to their friends. They're mobilised to actually touch people who have never been touched and the gospel begins to spread again. We want to get you planting churches. We want to sit under the word of God to hear him speak to us with all the inputs of how-tos and examples and so on. So Mike is going to be leading us this afternoon and we, uh, we're looking forward to that. We'll be blessed through the ministry of the word. But let me tell you the last big thing I want to encourage you in. The big thing about Geneva is that we need to do this together. I am the king of independence. I've planted an independent church. I love being independent. But within a few years of starting an independent church, and in fact all of those in ministry in partnership around the country have been planting independent churches, within a few short years we realised we couldn't do it on our own. Independence is a romantic ideal that's hasn't got legs. And so we're pulled together. And with Geneva, we want to pull together to actually reach far more than we can do in our own regions on our own. If we're going to be truly part of reaching Australia, we need to do it together, to join together the work that's already happening to build momentum with each other, which means investing back and being part of something bigger than you are on your own. Let me just give you a quick picture of that, and I better stop. I'm aware I'm way over time. But let me just give you... We've just interviewed uh, some, some guys here this morning, and I know others have been doing it as well. Friends, just to sit and listen to a couple who are interested in planting and have a context like Geneva, which brings together the Hughes to sit with us in that process who have been planting now for four years? Two years. Two years. So I've been planting a long time... Pete, Audrey have been planting two years. To have them together with another bunch of guys thinking about planting is something worth... That's gold. That's gold. All from different denominational contexts and background. But to give you a setting where you can meet with others in the same process, in the shoot that you're in, is powerful. So enjoy these three days. See the power of being part of it together And we want to urge you in the years ahead to think about actually investing back, investing back, so that we can build a work that gains momentum to evangelise into existence thousands of churches across Australia. We won't do it on our own. There you go, I'd better finish.